I'm always interested in understanding how some of the biggest photo booth companies out there do what they do or how they even got started. We all started somewhere and it was probably a place of debt and slight desperation because I know that was the case for me. And looking back now, I am so happy I listened to a psychic and went to Vegas with money I didn't have. My name is Catalina and I run Modern Photo Booth Company and you're tuned into the Photo Booth Podcast where we talk all things photo booth business related. Today's a bit of a treat because I messaged Min from KOPix on Facebook and just randomly asked him, hey, so my three o'clock didn't show up and any chance you want to jump on a podcast with me? Well, he actually said yes. And after 15 minutes of watching him set up his mic and light, we started talking about why and how Min started his photo booth business. Stay tuned to find out why scared money don't make money. We'll be right back. Welcome, Min, and thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, Min is the owner of KOPix, and you you know, work across the U.S., but you're based out of Austin, correct? I am. I am. There's also another office out there in Boston somewhere. So <laughs> I, have, I have another office out there too, so. Nice. So coast to coast pretty much. Coast to coast. Trying to get up in that Canada coast too. <laughs> Any uh, single ladies in Canada? No, in. no, <laughs> no, that would be way too much traveling. That is a lot of traveling, but it's an easy way to get into Canada. <clears throat> Although I don't recommend it because it's also illegal. So, you know, there's. <laughs> Wait, I can't get into Canada right now? I don't think so. Our borders really? are closed. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about like if the bo if the borders were open, like I can't go into Canada. Oh, yeah. Like, if the borders were open, won't... you could. But they won't take me. But we okay. won't let you live here for more than six months. And honestly, once the snow really? hits, you probably won't want to stay. <laughs> oh, yes. That is the reason why I stopped uh, visiting my friend out there. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the winter. Yeah, the winter. Good times. That's so exactly tell me, Min, why. <laughs> why did you start your photo booth business? Well, let me tell you why. I was broke, <laughs> first off. <clears throat> so I was actually a wedding photographer or wedding video videographer went from wedding photographer to wedding videographer and then just late night sitting out and editing you know I'm thinking to myself this is like the worst thing in the world <clears throat> right have you ever edited videos before funny thing is yeah, I'm I actually <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it right now and you're doing it right now so yeah I, I guess you do understand it but wedding, wedding videos is completely different. Like you're recording for like hours and hours and hours. And then you have to watch it for hours and hours and like trying to match it up to a song and whatnot. So, ooh, I got a bumble. No, but sorry. sorry. Uh, uh, speaking of, I mean, this kind of goes into the whole mindset of why I started in the first place. So I met a girl and she lived in Boston and <clears throat> funny enough, I met her when I was selling Apple computers to clients. So she was actually a client of mine. Is this, can I put this on a podcast? Wait, I can't get <laughs> fired again, so it doesn't really matter. So she was one of my clients. 
<clears throat> I had no idea how she looked like or anything, so we started flirting over the phone. Anyway, next thing happens, we get together, and then something happens to where I'm like, okay, I'm going to move to Boston. Now, Boston living is completely different from Austin living, right? Okay. In in the sense of, like, money. The cost of living over there is so much more. So in the back of my mind, I was like, I need to figure out another job or another way to make some income. <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me, in order to support myself and, you know, this new relationship over there. And so what had happened was I went to this event when I was recording a video for, for something and I saw a photo booth there and I was thinking, man, that's kind of cool, but it looks so raggedy. It was so ugly. <clears throat> and Is I'm it a sure big every box? It I think honestly I don't even remember. I think it was a computer screen with like a webcam on top of it. Oh, kind of like how we're doing right now. But <laughs> we're not printing <laughs> pictures with this. But we're not printing pictures with this. This is correct. So it was kind of in that sense the uh, um that that kind of setup, and I'm sure we've all seen it. And that's kind of the same sense of how we a lot of us have started this whole photo booth industry ordeal. And, um, and I was like, man, I could do this. I could do this a lot better. And so I started talking to the guy and I was like, Hey, how, how much do you charge for this? And he told me, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> holy beep. <laughs> oh, you can swear. This is well, holy shit. <laughs> like, it, it, it was at that time I wasn't making as much as I was, um, now, but like it was a lot of money that he was getting for that job. And I'm like, well, I could probably do this much better and probably charge a lot more. And then, so I was going to move over to, I was going to move to Boston within a month. So I had a month to build this photo booth, like figure out like all the softwares and whatnot, the lighting, um, set up a website, set up pretty much set up a whole business within a month before I moved. So <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a handyman. I can make stuff. And so I started making my very first photo booth. And it was obviously it was a big 80-20 put together kind of box. And it had a webcam in it. And I think I used, is it Spark? Something Spark? Oh, yeah, yeah. What I, is rem it? I vaguely remember a it's photo a booth Spark? It's, yeah, it's a Spark. Something with the name Spark in it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I used that program and I had it at the, my friend's event. And then from there, I was like, okay, well, this was easy to set up. And I set up my website within a week. Um, <clears throat> I built the thing within the week. I set up the website within the week. And then I was like, well, I need to get some more gigs or to get some, some money here while I'm here before I move to Boston. So what I did was I went on Groupon, but not for the reasons that you probably think, okay? <laughs> I did some guerrilla marketing. I went on Groupon. I was like, who's doing other photo booth events or having photo booth rentals? So, and at the time, you can see, um, like you can link yourself or link um, like your Facebook and stuff like that. And there are some companies out there that actually link their Facebook and wanted their customers to go on their Facebook and ask questions. So oh. <clears throat> what I did 
was I went on their Facebook and I answered those questions for them. Oh no. <laughs> and took their customers. <laughs> oh. I don't care. It was five oh, of them. Yeah. <clears throat> I took it from uh I, I took it from them and um and I gave them the same pricing. So I booked five events like within that month. And then on the last on the last event, I had my photo booth and you know, I'm thinking, man, this thing is ginormous. Like, how am I gonna put this in my car? and take it with me to Boston. Well, I have to sell it or something. And so my last event came and it was at this party and there was a DJ there and the DJ came by and he was like, man, I love your photo booth. I was like, oh yeah? How much do you love it? And then I sold it to him the next day. Oh my God. You and, <laughs> and so, you resell everything. <laughs> look, look, okay. I re I sold it to him the next day. It was perfect. Like I had to, I sold it to him. I gave it, I delivered it. The funny thing is I started this guy and I helped him start his whole photo booth ordeal. And now he's the biggest photo boother in Austin. Wow. It's crazy. That's crazy. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, and this, this actually happens a lot. Like every time I resell, Every time I make something, I resell it, and then I make it better, and then I resell that. Probably a, a good eight or nine times before I started like manufacturing, before I started mm -hmm. thinking, you know, I can probably do this, and people will buy more of it because I have a lot of people asking questions and stuff. And this is way before there was any forum help or any Facebook photo booth right. network kind of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so in my mind i'm like oh i'm one of the ogs <laughs> you are <laughs> i'm so young but anyway um and so i started uh so i started to uh, make them and sell them like i was saying and i started helping people like i would sell it but then i would help them build their own site and i think it was like five or six companies that i helped like within the month of me trying to move, or I'm sorry, <laughs> I helped one within the month of me moving. But then afterwards, probably like between the uh, an era of like five months or so, I started helping more people, started building within like a week, selling, building, selling. <clears throat> and so I went to Boston and I built this really big one. You know, the ones that you actually go and you sit in? Yeah, but the but the cool thing was it it actually compressed. Oh, cool. So I made it to where it compressed, and it would fit in my car, my SUV. But one time I tried to put it in my SUV, and I broke my back, or my back went out, and it was the first oh, time no. my back went out. And I'm and this thing was like two hundred pounds, <clears throat> and. Um, and that's when I started to build them a lot smaller. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's when the whole lollipop style became a fad. Yeah. Instead of like the whole big box ordeal. Yeah, I will never forget that part. Like, oh, I don't understand. And I'm like, oh my god, my back, my back is broken. Help <laughs> me, my back is. I'm, I was literally like on the floor in the garage, like holding it up with one arm, like yelling for my oh, girlfriend no. at that time. Like, and I'm crying like a little, yeah. And I'm crying and, um, and yeah, that's when I started making the smaller ones. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And then from the smaller ones, it was easier to 
manufacture. So that's how I started getting into the game of manufacturing. Wow. But mm -hmm. I was still booking a lot of rentals um, at that time, um, just trying to make it to where it would help me uh, financially. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because over there in Boston, it's like almost like twice the cost of living. And I was working at home uh, doing the Apple job. And also, I was in school full time. Oh my God. Doing an internship in New York. So I actually, I worked, <clears throat> I lived in Boston, but I was interning in New York. So I would have to go over there at the same wow. time. So I had a whole bunch of things going on at, at the same time. And, um, and, and then it blossomed. <laughs> That's basically how it, how it got from point A to point B. Like it started making more money than my actual job. Mm -hmm. And I was scared to like, I was scared to stop working for Apple because of, you know, the benefits yeah. and the security of having a job, but I felt like it wasn't really going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So then <clears throat> I met this guy, which is one of my best friends in the photo booth uh, industry, which is Shay with Pick Pick mm -hmm. Social. And he convinced me to, he convinced me to get out of my corporate job and to go full time. He was like, it's going to be the best decision you ever make. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I guess I'll do it. <clears throat> and then that, and then 2000, I think it was 2012. No, 2014, I think. Yeah, 2014 is when I made the jump to where I quit my corporate and went full time. Never looked back since. So wasn't and the that's best how it started. You ever made. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. That's perfect. I, I got to pick this up. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is Min. I'm on a podcast. You spam me, mother. <laughs> you get them too. Oh my God. I don't even answer my phone anymore. I'm oh, being arrested but, by well, the, the CRA <clears throat> every day. And CRA is like is CRA? our IRS. <laughs> the CRA sounds like a tactical group from Russia. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I'm waiting for a phone call because I'm actually supposed to get my Tesla today. Oh, fancy. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Well, I was supposed to get it at 1230, but for some reason they're behind. And, mm. um, and so I'm waiting for a phone call to go pick it up. To go pick up your Tesla. This video is lagging right now. How do I? Is it me or am I lagging right now? Or is this how it? It is? No. I mean, you're fine on my end, but maybe that's why I keep talking over you. <laughs> it looks like a Chinese movie right now. You know? <laughs> I don't know what those look It like. definitely does, because you're, like, talking, and then you're laughing, and nothing comes out, and then, like, a second later, like... <laughs> <laughs> like a dubbed movie. <laughs> it looks like that. Yeah. Oh it, my it's God, definitely a dubbed movie. <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty much how I started. Um, that's that's how I branched out to started doing like rentals and then like getting into the whole manufacturing part of mm -hmm. it. Nice. That's that's and, my that's my little story. And so now your company structure is, you know, you have your 
I guess your head office out in Austin, you have an office in Boston, but I know you do stuff across, like when live events were live, like I felt like you were on a plane every day going somewhere else to do another job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, you always think about like how you want a job that you can travel with, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you get it and then you're like, man, I hate traveling all the damn time. (laughs) Do you ever get like that? Do you travel a lot with your ordeal? Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's funny because right before COVID hit, I was pretty much home for two weeks and then I'd be gone for two weeks and then home. So like Mm -hmm. from January until August, I was set to be doing that schedule, home for two weeks, gone for two weeks. And I remember... right before COVID shut down, I was like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Like, I don't, I love the traveling part. I actually miss airplane food, believe it or not. (laughs) But it was just, it was just a lot. It is a lot, you know, especially time differences and stuff that kills me. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got our wish. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I wish I didn't make that wish anymore. (laughs) I kind of miss traveling. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It'll be back, <clears throat> just but maybe eventually. Literally, I, would, I, I looked at I looked at my um, itinerary to see like how much traveling I did, and I think I flew like around. I think it was like sixty five to seventy five times last last year. Wow! And think wow. and you have to think about it. Like I don't go to all my gigs. Like I send mm-hmm. my employees out to my gigs. So we're we're flying even more than just that. I only show up to like the big um events where I have like a personal relationship with my client. Those are yeah. the only big ones that I actually go out to. But normally I send my my guys out to, to do the, the leg work. But I mean that's a mm-hmm. lot of flying. <clears throat> that is. It's that's fun. A crazy it's amount. great. But you have you you have to um you have to be okay with like living out of a hotel or spending extra money because that's that's what's gonna happen, you know. Yep. All of a sudden, your coffee is five dollars every time you want one. Can't just go make one out of your Keurig anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, if but, you but could give, it. yeah, seriously. Well, well, in like a year, I'm sure we will see each other in Vegas or something. Hopefully, not. 2021 but maybe 2022 <laughs> in a year girl i am going in like three weeks yeah well i'm not allowed in your country right now either so there's that uh but i'm sure we'll be like hey remember when we were like not flying every week and how nice that was so i'm sure the tables will turn all the way around again <laughs> yeah i guess you're right about that so if we were back in the day or i mean even now if you could give a piece of advice to someone who's just starting out or maybe they're struggling in their existing business. What would that be? Um, let's see if I can give a piece of advice. The, a lot of the ads that I used to use, um, were just money waste, like just waste of money. Facebook ads to me, waste of money, either that, or I just did it wrong. But (laughs) The, the 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 thing that I spent money on that has had the most um, ROI on is definitely SEO, search oh. engine optimization. It's mm-hmm. like you have to spend your money on your website and you have to spend money on 
how people find your website. And that's going to be your number one moneymaker. Hands mm-hmm. down. Hands down. That's the only thing that I would ever spend money on now. I don't even do ads anymore. Um, yeah. But but yeah, SEO, just try, just find a good company that, that gives you updates on it. Um, and you don't have to spend like a ton, a ton of money on it. You do have to spend some money on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and your website is going to be your first line of defense. So I constantly see myself being impulsive on changing this up and updating my website all the time. And I think you told me that you do too. Yeah. So, and, and I feel like I've been wasting so much money on doing that. So um, another piece of advice is to try to get somebody that has uh, just, just pay somebody, you know, in advance or not in advance but pay somebody up front as far as like um how, what am i trying to say here like setting up your website like just pay someone from the get-go no well yeah in order for you to get the quality just pay for that because the website is something that you should spend money on instead of trying to be cheap and like trying to like uh nickel and dime here and there that's mm-hmm. that's one of the advice because not until I got, uh, I think Cherie uh, was the one that did my website and I paid her and, and you know, paying her uh, versus what I paid other people before, I've had this website the longest, the the design mm-hmm. the longest. And it's just so much better than it's been be- than before. And it's just based on on me being cheap sometimes and like being like, oh, I don't think I should pay this much for this and this much for that. But it has to deal with like, you know, you, I, I guess, I guess it's true when they say, you know, you, you pay for what you get or mm-hmm. how, how's that, how's that statement go? Yeah. I mean, you that's, pay you, pay you, pay for. For. you get what you get, what you pay, you get what you pay for. There you go. Yeah. I mean, and that's true in photo booths and, too, right? Um, There's so many cheap photo booths out there, but you get. Yeah. Yeah. And webcam. I guess it, it goes the same way as me. Exactly. With the webcam, it goes the same with me. Like my services um, they're relatively above average, but that's because we put in like, you know, more than the necessary person does. Like if I do a template, I'll see like a little piece there and I'm like, Hey, get this fixed. I don't think this is the way they want it. You know, and while other people will be like, eh, it's just a waste of time. Um, <clears throat> or I'm talking about like, like taping stuff, presence. It's just overall quality. I I think that I um, rate my services a little bit higher, just due to the fact that I pay more attention to to things in detail and I give a lot more. So in that sense, that's why I started paying more for other stuff like website and SEO and stuff like that. Yeah. So no, don't I be mean... cheap. It's basically what I would tell myself. Don't be cheap. I love it. Don't be afraid <laughs> to spend the money. Yep. Because you're gonna like, you know, you're 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 paying for what you're expecting. Is this this is camera moving right now? Yeah, it is. Is the camera moving? <clears throat> it moved a little bit. Okay, sorry. For I'm goodness. like this camera's moving by itself. It wasn't me. Okay, that's anyway, creepy. Whatever. Don't be cheap, old All me. Right. Don't be cheap. Spend the money. Yep. That's the funny. That's thing a is great actually, word of advice. I say this while gambling too. 
Scared money don't make money. I say that I was all the time. Just going to say, I don't even know who I heard that from once. And I was like, it's so true. And I have like this thing where I don't really think about spending money sometimes. And you're the same way because I've been to Vegas with you. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, we're just like, whatever. It's a in the moment thing. But I think that it makes a difference in business because like, you know, we'll buy the the better product when it comes to a backdrop or, you know, a photo booth or you always know you can make back your investment, right? If you spend the money, there's going to yeah. be a bigger and better job out there just because you have that piece of equipment or or software or whatever. So yeah, scared money don't make money. I need to figure out who said that. <laughs> scared money don't make money. That's going to be the title of this ordeal. Scared money don't make money. <laughs> All right. Like I'll see if I can use that. What, uh, what's been your favorite marketing <laughs> strategy? <more>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what's been your favorite marketing strategy to date? <clears throat> Honestly, a lot of my business comes from like repeat business, right? Mm -hmm. Repeat business of corporate clients. And uh, it's more so of just being very personable with those big clients that you know that can branch out and get you more stuff. <clears throat> That's basically all I'm doing right now. Well, not right now, but before. Um, it was always word of mouth. It was always, mm -hmm. hey, um, I have this other friend that works for, I don't know, Columbia Records or like Sony or something, and they're looking for something. And uh, my ordeal is just always, you know, do more with the clients that you have. And in their eyes, they won't go anywhere else because they'll be like, oh my God, Min does it so great. Oh, he... Like he didn't even have to do this and he did this and blah, blah, blah. And that's, and that's kind of how I got my start with like iHeartRadio, for example. Mm -hmm. They love me over there um, just because of that simple fact of I'm just able to take care of everything without them having to um, like tell me what to do in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's and sometimes whenever they have new employees, I'm, I'm like, I'm telling them what to do, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, oh my God. But but yeah, it, it's just more of a, my marketing thing is just trying to get more personal with it. Um, my SEO does my online marketing. And then once I can communicate with somebody, then I start talking to them. Um, but what's funny is whenever I get my leads and stuff, I never call them. I'm always really? email. Hmm. Yeah. Do you call? Are you I a call caller? Every, every single lead. Wedding <clears throat> lead. Doesn't matter corporate client get him on a call <laughs> yeah i know that is so much better but i just hate i don't even talk to my girlfriends on the phone i mean not girlfriends but i don't talk, i don't even talk to like the person i'm dating on the phone let alone like a, a client or anything but i mm -hmm. i would say that that's probably the better approach is to call um so that again you can get on a personal a more personal level and um i think i'm actually going to start doing that Thanks. You should. Thanks, Min. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, calling it's it's a lot of work, but honestly, it really does pay off. And it's I think the biggest payoff for calling people is the fact that not a lot of people do it, especially like yeah. um, what I call like part timers who don't really care about their business. Because there's part timers who really care about their business, and then there's part timers who really don't, and they just want the paycheck, and they literally will just. 
automate the entire process. There's no personal touch to it whatsoever. And so when we're up against someone like that and we pick up the phone the same day we get the lead, people are like, wow, there's a real person. It's like, yeah, we're real. Yeah. <laughs> you can call us. <laughs> but See, I, I know about this. The funny thing, because I've been in sales my whole life, but, you know, mm -hmm. working in a call center for like seven years, it's like, I'm done talking to people right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I know okay. I know that that is the way to do it because being personable with somebody is the way that you sell to somebody, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Unless you're just completely cheap, then then that other way works too. But yeah. <laughs> being personal with somebody is definitely the number way number one way to to do things. Fine, I'll call my clients and stuff now. <laughs> Well, let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, fine, fine. Um, okay, my last question for you is if you, and I know you kind of already answered this one, but if you were starting out again, like go back to min 2012, is that around the time you started? Yeah. What, yeah, what would you tell yourself besides don't be cheap? <laughs> <laughs> don't move to Boston. That girl is no, bad no. for you. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, it was great. I, I, I love that I moved over there and I decided to come back because it it gave me a chance because when I went over there, I didn't know anybody. So I was a hermit in my in my house. I was a hermit. I never left. I never went out. So that gave me the time to like build my empire up. So I don't regret it. Nice. Sometimes you just got to, you know, do some things to to motivate yourself, I guess. But yep. I don't know. Um, I spent so much money on research and development that it is ridiculous. Like I have so much stuff in my warehouse. If there is a way I can go back and tell myself, quit buying so much shit. Because <laughs> holy shit. Do you know how many micro USB cords I have? Like Probably a lot. A buck, like <laughs> I, I think it's like eight feet by five feet high of buckets of wires. What? So many freaking I mean, wires! I I'm at I'm always an advocate for extra backups, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> I have so much backup; it's crazy. Yes, backup is is definitely something that I mean. We already do it as well, and mm -hmm. it's funny because. It's always that one time that you don't bring your backup that something happens. Yep. Always. Yep. I know. And, and that happened to me. That one time didn't bring that backup. The camera breaks. Oh, no. And uh, and all things go to hell. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, don't buy everything. And don't be cheap. But don't be cheap. <laughs> but don't buy everything. S don't buy everything, but don't be cheap. That means spend money on the stuff that's worth it. So there you go. Or that you think it's worth it. And if it isn't worth it, then you can always resell it. Trust me, you can resell anything. <laughs> yeah, I know this, this is true. I've seen you sell everything about Everybody 10 times. Everybody knows over. this about me. Yeah. Exactly. Love I it. call myself the recycling man because I recycle. <laughs> I'm a photo booth recycling. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. And it was so short notice. So uh, I really appreciate you jumping on and, and doing this because I wanted to interview you for a while. Thanks. 
Thanks. Uh, yes. I refuse to go on any of these things because I just hate talking. <laughs> well, I feel special now. We're going to stick you on YouTube and on I feel the very special. <laughs> I told you I don't even talk to people on the phone. Oh, my goodness. I was going to get you to text message me. Hey, can you just text me for the podcast? And I, I could just... <laughs> You could just have you a reply? screen of text, like asking me questions, <laughs> and I'll just reply on the text. Oh my god, I actually like that idea. We should do that next time. Yes. We'll do a text. I'm down for a that. Text anytime. YouTube. Okay. I'm, next I'm, time I'm we start texting, I'll, I'll I'll record it. <laughs> just put it on there. Okay. All right. You have a great night, man. Goodbye from the U.S. Bye. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Photo Booth Podcast and you want more content like this, please consider subscribing. Similar to how we always ask our clients to leave us a review, I'd love it if you could do the same. Don't forget that sharing is caring, so if you know someone who could benefit from hearing this, please pass it along and we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>